0: Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Tonight, we will look at the same theme of the year of Jubilee or the year of the Lord's favor from a New Testament passage. Luke chapter 4. 14 to 21. Luke chapter 4, 14 to 21. Are we there? Luke chapter 4, 14 to 21. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news about him went out throughout all the surrounding region. And he began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And according to his custom, he entered into the synagogue on the day of the Sabbath. And stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. And unrolling the scroll, he found a place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because of which he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me. To proclaim release to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To send out in freedom those who are oppressed. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he rolled up the scroll. And gave it back to the attendant. And sat down. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue was... Looking intently at him, and he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In this narrative, in this story, We see our Lord Jesus Christ if you go back a bit we see our Lord Jesus Christ baptized by John we see that during his baptism there was a voice from the Father from heaven attesting to his sonship and the Holy Spirit also attesting to his sonship in the form of a dove led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil He overcame 40 days and nights without a meal or water. Successful from this testing, he proceeded to Galilee where his ministry fame quickly spread like wildfire. Then he decided to visit home. He decided to visit his village, Nazareth. At Nazareth, He visited the local synagogue on the Sabbath. Offered to read the scriptures. And opening to Isaiah read in a tone they had never heard before. Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 10. He concluded that reading by saying. Today this scripture is fulfilled. In your hearing. Tonight. The message focus. Will be one thing and one thing only. The phrase. The spirit of the Lord is on me. Tell your neighbor. The spirit of the Lord is on me. If you are sure. Tell your neighbor. The spirit of the Lord is on me. And so you may title the message, if you will, Jubilee by the Holy Spirit. Jubilee by the Holy Spirit. I will not want anybody confused tonight. The work of Christ has been made clear in scriptures. Jesus Christ, he is the Messiah. He is the fulfillment of God's favor to mankind. The Jewish Jubilee Feast that we've been talking about looked forward to Christ's manifestation. You see, the word Messiah, the word Messiah means the anointed one who anoints. He is the anointed one anointed to anoint. He also is the deliverer that is spoken of by the prophets through all ages. Our Lord Jesus confirmed that he was this Messiah. John the baptizer witnessed to it that he was the Messiah. Angels on the during his birth witnessed to the fact that he was the Messiah. Messiah. The Father through a loud, audible voice from heaven. Witnessed to it that he was the Messiah. The Holy Spirit witnessed to it that he is the Messiah. He is the anointed one who anoints. In this narrative, in this story, however, the Messiah, the anointed one, makes a startling statement. And I will come to paraphrase it like this. He says, Because the Spirit of the Lord God has anointed me, the commandments and the prophecies about the year of Jubilee, the year of God's favor, are fulfilled in me. Jesus said, Because the Spirit of God has anointed me, The commandments and the prophecies concerning the year of Jubilee have been fulfilled in me. What that means is that there is no need to celebrate every 50 years anymore at Jubilee. Because Jubilee has come and Jubilee has come to stay. I said Jubilee has come and he has come to stay. Jubilee is not a year Jubilee is a person. Our Lord Jesus Christ has brought into permanent enforcement the year of God's favor. He said, Tell John, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are healed, good news is preached to the poor, and those in prison are freed. In other words, I am already attending to my work, to my calling. I am already doing my business. However, he now calls us his church. He calls us to continue to establish and to enforce God's jubilee. He calls us To continue to establish and to enforce God's favor on the earth. All over the earth. But sadly, many churches and many Christians are failing in this assignment. To establish the year of the Lord, the jubilee of God. To establish it and to enforce it in the earth. We are failing in this assignment. The reason for that failure is not very far-fetched. The reason is that we are going about the work the wrong way. And you may want to ask me, what do you mean by that? We are trying to use our own strength. We are trying to use our earthly wisdom and our constitutions. We are trying to use our plans and our strategies to accomplish a purely divine mandate. Is it wrong to engage that which God has given us? No. But to put our confidence in that as primary is error. If I come up here with the thinking that my ability to speak is going to win so, it is error. You can speak all the grammar I have preached I'm, I'm I'm preach big English and nobody understood he said uh, please those things you were trying to say can you bring it down say it in English he ah. said so what was I saying he so can you say it in English you know there's a difference between English and grammar or you don't know how I many of you did English language in school how many of you did grammar in school? You can't have done grammar in this day. They don't do grammar anymore. They do English. You ask me how I know. I didn't meet grammar in school. They had already moved grammar when I went to school. They made literature optional when I went to school. The only thing we are doing is English. We are going about it our own way this is a divine mandate given by a divine god and there we are humans trying to do it our own way but jesus said the spirit of the lord god is upon me you see church by strength shall no man prevail By strength, no man can prevail. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 declares, Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord God of the armies. So if we, as the church of God, as the people of God, are going to retain, maintain, and enforce the Lord's jubilee on the earth, it will be by the method that He subscribes to. you see, Jesus is God, but he allowed himself to be baptized by the Spirit. You know, the Bible says when he went to baptize in the water, a dove came, the Holy Spirit came as a dove and came upon him. I asked if it was necessary. Actually, John the Baptist said it was not necessary, but Jesus allowed it. He said, Let us do everything the way we should. How did he put it? He said, Let's fulfill righteousness. To show us that it is not going to be by us, but by the Holy Spirit. Consider with me quickly the apostles of our Lord. I need to move fast. So give me your mind your heart and your alertness. Consider the apostles of our Lord with me for a moment. The scriptures makes us to understand that the first disciples or the apostles that they baptized people in water. All those that repented of their sins. The scripture says that it wasn't Jesus that was baptizing. It was actually the the apostles that were doing the baptism. When they ministered and after they ministered and people repented, it was the apostles that were baptizing. Jesus didn't baptize anybody with water. He had his reason. Jesus never baptized one person with water. And he had his reason. The Bible makes us to understand that our Lord Jesus even commanded them, his disciples, to make disciples and to baptize them. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, following. We call it the Great Commission. Every Baptist knows that. Immediately they are born in the Baptist church. They are breastfeeding like this. They teach them Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, following in the Baptist. So, there is no contesting that these people were born again people. Do you agree with me? These people who were baptizing under the leadership of Jesus and who were preaching and sent to go and preach were born again. They were Christians. They were converted. They weren't called that. They were called followers of the way. It was later they got the name Christian, but they were following Jesus. They were Christians. They were like Christ. Then, as he was sending them in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, and as I can imagine them going, as they were going. As they were going, he said, go into all the world. Baptize them. Make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I'm with you to the end of the age. As they were going, he called them. He said, wait! And I can imagine, I can imagine Peter being the one to speak. He said, oh God, Wait! Why now? You said we should go and we are going. Which one? What are we waiting for again? He said, wait until you are endured with power. Acts of the apostles. Chapter 1, verse 1 to 8. Can I have it, please? Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 1. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandment to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. You need to understand this very well. Some of them had been disciples of John previously. They were already baptized in water. After, they began to follow our Lord Jesus Christ as his disciples. And they themselves were baptizing people with water. You see that in John chapter 4, 1 and 2. But Jesus is now saying to these same people with this qualification, Wait! Wait until you are baptized again. Why? Why must I be baptized again? I've been baptized in water. In our denomination, if you are not baptized in water, you cannot be a member. I am been baptized? Why? Why must I wait? Why can't I go? Why can't I go and express myself? Why must I wait? Good question. The reason is that there are two baptizers. There are two baptizers and there are two baptisms. Please tell your neighbor, two baptizers and two baptisms. John explains it in John chapter 1 verse 29 to 33. John chapter 1 29 to 33. The next day he he saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he Of whom I said, after me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him. Listen to John's commentary, John's testimony. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose, I came baptizing with water. Listen to the purpose for which he was baptizing with water. That he might be revealed to Israel. That is the reason I came baptizing with water. That what? He might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the spirit descend from heaven like a dove and it remained on him. I myself did not know him. But he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the spirit descended and remained. remain. This is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And i have seen and have borne witness that this is the son of god now john the baptist by the way was a cousin to jesus do you remember they were born around the same time six months apart i believe what that meant is that they grew up together they played ball together they fought at the stream together Until John got to the point of realization and knew his ministry and sent forth out of to the wilderness. So when John is saying that I did not know him, he wasn't saying he didn't know Jesus. He wasn't saying that. He was saying I didn't know that it was him. We have played ball together now. We have wrestled together. But I never knew that he could have been him. How would I have thought that it was him? But you know the mother's new. Do you know that the mother's new? Mother's know so many things we don't know. That is why you need to be close to your mother to get information. John explained it to us. He said, "The person that sent me to baptize he, he commanded me to watch out for some signs. He says the reason why he actually sent me to baptize is so that I can reveal the Messiah. And that was why after he had revealed the Messiah and he wanted to continue ministry, and the Messiah did not come to bring him out, he was wondering why the Messiah didn't come to bring him out to, be, to continue the ministry. The person that commissioned him had told him for what reason he was sent to reveal the Messiah to Israel. He said, I didn't know who it was, but the signs were given. The person on whom you see the Spirit defend and abide, he is the Messiah. And the day Jesus came and he saw, he said, That is the Messiah. I bear testimony. He is the one that will baptize with what? With the Holy Spirit. There are two baptisms. The baptism of water and the baptism with fire. The man that baptizes with water says, I cannot touch the shoes of the man who baptizes with fire. It would have been very contradictory and very improper for our Lord Jesus to baptize with water. He carries only one mandate. To baptize with fire and the Holy Spirit. Everything I've told you so far is from your Bible. I hope you understand. Check your scripture. If we are going to represent God in perpetuating the Jubilee, if we are going to represent God in enforcing the Jubilee, we must not only have repented. We must not only have secured our release. We must not only have owned our rest. We must not only have secured the restoration of all things. There is still more. Now, be careful to listen. Prophet Joel saw that more after restoration. Joel chapter 2. We read it yesterday. Maybe you didn't catch it. 25 to 28. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locusts have eaten, the upper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and there is none else. And my people shall never again be put to shame. Listen, after restoration, look at what comes next. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy Your old men shall drink dreams. Your young men shall see visions. After restoration, Joel says, God says, after he has restored his people and shame is removed, he says, afterward, I will do what? Pour my spirit upon all flesh. After you are restored, you must be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes, you are a Christian. Yes, you confess Christ. Yes, according to the Baptist belief, you are born again, you are soaked in water. But like the other apostles before us, he says, wait! You need that baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the apostles call it, he said, he is going to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. If Jesus needed him in his ministry, you need him in your ministry and your life expressions. He is your identity, he is your seal. It is his presence in your presence that justifies and guarantees that you will not go back to captivity, that we will not go back to servitude, that we will not suffer loss again, that we will not lose our rest again. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit permanently abiding in us that guarantees that. I won't want to engage the Baptist argument that the day you are born again, the Holy Spirit is in you. You don't need anything again. I don't want to go into that. But I have shown you from the scripture people who were born again, who were even baptizing people, and who Jesus said, Wait until you receive what? endowment with power. He said, I have talked to you about it before. If you go and read John, when Jesus was about to go to be, when he was about to prepare to be crucified, in John, he had time with his disciples and in one place he told them, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments and I'll pray the Father and he will give you another comforter who will abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you you know him for he dwells. Can you read it with me? For he dwells with you and will be in you. At that time he dwelt with them. But Jesus is saying, He will be what? He will be in you or a benu in your form. You see, when you see Babalahu's, if you watch all those Yoruba films, when you see the that that is come with all those juju around him, forget it. He's just starting. The one that has the real power, he, he doesn't have it around him. He has swallowed everything. The calabash, the everything, the every, every is inside him. The tortoise, everything inside him. So when he comes, he will just come like that with one shiki or one bubba and Soro, and he will just be going. And the other one will come. He will carry everything. He will go, Hey, hey, hey! Demonstration. Demonstration. That is what the church has been doing. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, we are making noise. And you can never have His power without His presence. Baba Job told me that one. He says it is the presence. Job Alabi. He said it is the presence that guarantees the power. The church today wants the power of God, but not the presence of the spirit. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord has anointed me. That is our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. He told his disciples, Wait, yes, you have a ministry, but wait. He must come upon you before you go out there. Or you will be meat for the devil. I am going to close this side now, but before I close this, I want to read Acts chapter 2. On the day of Pentecost, all the Lord's followers were together in one place. Suddenly, there was a noise from heaven like the sound of a mighty wind, it filled the house where they were meeting. Then they saw what looked like fiery tongues moving in all directions. And a tongue came and settled on each person there. The Holy Spirit took control of everyone. And they began speaking whatever languages the Spirit let them speak. Many religious Jews from every country in the world were living in Jerusalem. And when they heard this noise, a crowd gathered. But they were surprised because they were hearing everything in their own languages they were excited and amazed and they said don't all these who are speaking come from Galilee then why do we hear them speaking our very own languages some of us are from Parthia Media, Elam others are from Mesopotamia Judea, Cappadocia Pontus, Asia Figia, Pamphylia Egypt, parts of Libya, near Cyrene, Rome, Crete, Arabia, and some of us were born Jews, and others of us have chosen to be Jews. Yet we all hear them using one language, using our own languages to tell the wonderful things God has done. When I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I was passionate in church. I have shared this story in victory. In fact, the, the man came. And then there was a young boy that we were all learning the instrument together. His name was Olatoke. Olatuke. Olatoke, we were all young teenagers. I was like 19, about. I was a bit older than him. But he was a passionate young man. I discovered that something was strange about Woli. We were all born again, but something was strange about Woli. And let me explain to you. This is what was strange about Woli. Every time we gather as musicians and we're doing everything and we're going home, we crew together. When we talk about anything, there's no topic we talk about that Wally will not carry back into the Bible. There is a way he has a way of moving every discussion into scripture. It didn't make sense. Remember, we were teenagers. Then I knew that something was strange about Wally, but I could not put my hands on it. Then one day, even we you know we are talking about football, Wally will bring it into scripture. You know what we talk about most? Girls, Wally will turn it to scripture. And then, why are you looking at me when I say we talk about girls? What do teenagers of my age, boys, talk about? It's girls now. Even the born again ones. You think we don't talk about girls? Teenagers, do you talk about girls? Uh, they won't talk. They are sitting with Mommy, look at you. See, the mommy is looking at you. Yeah. Don't answer I me, mean, just don't answer. Just do mm-mm mm-mm mm Then one day Wally gave me a small pamphlet pamphlet. How to receive the Holy Spirit by Ryan Bonkey. Very small pamphlet. I took that book home and I sat with it, locked myself up, and I started reading it. I was amazed because what I was reading was strange to me. And it was from the scripture, these passages. I knelt down there, and I said, "Lord, I want that baptism." And for me, that was the real beginning of my journey. I would hear things like, "Read this passage." I did BK in school. I went to Ansaudi. But I did BK. I know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I know Revelations. I know Genesis, Exodus, the number. But then he will wake me up and say, read Zephaniah. And I'll ask myself, what is that? Then I'll carry my Bible, and I'll go to the content page, and I'll start checking, and I'll see Zephaniah. Ah, it is there. Can you imagine? Excited. And I'll go to that passage that he says, read. And I'll read it, and I will not understand. Then I'll go to school. And then I'll come back in the evening and carry it again. And by the time I'm reading again, and I'll just understand fully what he was talking about. He will tell me like things like wake up and pray for somebody. He will tell me things like, don't go to school today. And I will say, no, that cannot be the spirit of God. It must be a demon. Let me go. And I will take my last money and I will struggle and trek to Orile From Orile. I will enter the bus going to Lasso Ojo, and I will get to Lasso Ojo, and I will find out that they have locked the school. They locked the school yesterday, but I didn't hear news. I didn't hear the and, you know, he would, and I will remember that. Yes, it is the Holy Spirit. The journey from then till now has been long, but without him, you can do nothing. Without him, Jesus, our Lord, He is the Baptizer with the Holy Spirit. If you reject the Holy Spirit, you have have rejected the baptism of Jesus because he cannot baptize you with water. Jesus will not baptize you with water. That's why he allowed his his apostles to do that. Because he came that he might baptize us with the Holy Spirit. Rise up with me. In Luke chapter 11, verse 11 following, our Lord Jesus said, if we all have fathers... And our fathers love us. As fathers, we love our people. He says, if your child asks for bread, you won't give him a snake. Neither will you give him a stone. You will give him what he asks for. You will struggle. He said the same way with our heavenly father, that we ought not to be afraid when we ask concerning the issue of the Holy Spirit. Luke says he was speaking concerning the Holy Spirit. He said, ask and you will receive. If you desire and you are hungry and you are thirsty for the Holy Spirit of God, he says he will not give you a evil spirit. He will give you his Holy Spirit. Remember, the only commission he came to is to baptize you with the Holy Spirit so that you will be like him. You will enforce the jubilee on the earth for him on his behalf. And he is in the house tonight. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jakande Road in Ikoyi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ecoe Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 016320485 and 016320486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ecoebaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.